0: So, Nathan, what are you doing? You know, sweetie, now that I'm a retired chief one officer after 24 years, I can start using medical marijuana instead of all these damn medications. And what's awesome is that smoking weed makes me think and want to talk about a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> it sounds like you have a lot to say. So, what are you going to talk about? <laughs> well... Hello and welcome back to Jonaid Talk. I'm your host, Jonathan Boone. And today, our topic today is really a, a tribute to my mother. Um, I talked to my mother here a, a couple of days ago and it dawned on me as I was as I was smoking that I really love my mama. I really love my mama. And I'm a bit of a mama's boy, but it stems really alongside um the love that my mother has expressed uh, and illustrated throughout my 43 years on Earth. When I was 15 years old, I left my mother's house. She was moving uh, to another town and she gave me the levity to make the choice for myself if I wanted to move with her or or leave. And uh, I chose to leave and stay at my high school. My cousin, my cousin offered um, room and shelter for me um, to come and live with her. So I went in, and lived with my, my cousin for like three years and then right after that, of course, I joined I joined the military. But throughout my military career, throughout my life, my mother has been that pillar of uh, substance for me. I can remember back growing up and my mother would be playing Frankie Beverly and Maze uh, while we we're cleaning up. And I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a, a black folks thing, but every Saturday, every Saturday was get up and clean the whole freaking house. So every Saturday morning we would get up, we'd clean the whole house. It would smell like <laughs> it would smell like incense in the house, and pine soil and good music in the house, and we would, all you know, five of us get up and clean the house up, and, and that was our routine every Saturday. But my mom, um, my mama, Mama's really the reason why I, I drew on, the, drew towards the hustle of, of, of life and the love. That I guess well, I ex- express my love, it, my enduring, my endearing love. It, it, it really, it really uh, stems from my mother. So. My mother is by far one of the one of my most favorite people in the world. When I was joining the military at 18, you know, about 10, 15 days after I graduated high school, I had a thought in my head that um, before I leave this earth, I wanted to buy uh, buy my mama a house, buy my mama peace, buy my mama tranquility because um, from from the time that I can remember I, I, I can remember my mom uh, struggling um, as a lot of young a um, lot of young black women a lot of young single mothers in this in our country do uh, they struggle um, to make ends meet to make sure that their that their children are taken care of clean clothes good food. So I didn't know until I was maybe an adult that we didn't grow up poor. We just grew up broke because we had copious amounts of love and copious amounts of food and copious amounts of laughter and copious amounts of discipline and rights and wrongs. And being that my mother played the piano for the church and my grandfather was a pastor of two churches we had copious amounts of religion and spirituality in our family and my mom has this saying love is what it does not what it says so I figured you know while I'm doing my podcast I need to show um, my love and, and, and make a tribute to my my mom and stuff so so that's what we're doing today we're doing the tribute to my mom um, such a such a wonderful lady when i joined the military and i realized that i was going to be a lifer in the in the military i realized that i might one day have the opportunity to um, give my give my mother that peace of mind that i've always Thought she deserved and uh, that she should have. Now that I'm retired from the military, and you know, God is beginning to unfold a lot of things in my life. Um, I'm, I'm seeing now that um, the hardships and the and the trials and tribulations that my mama my mother has had to endure throughout her life, I might be able to might, might be able to appease peace some of those things, you know, it's 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 a really good feeling to you know love your parents. I, I when I was a young young noncommissioned officer, I would call the parents of my soldiers as another course of action when they got in trouble. And I would talk to their parents, and then I would make them get on the phone with their parents. And <laughs> I remember, there was one soldier. He, you know, he was deathly afraid of his mama, and he had went AWOL. And upon him going AWOL, he went back home to his mama house, and his mama had called me, and she was like, uh, Sergeant Boom, I got, I got your boy here. I'm about to put him on a plane, and I'm about to bring him back to you and drop him off." and it was really awesome the the fact that I had created such a rapport with his parents the way that I had with my mama. So when when she dropped him back off, she was like, he'll take this coward and, and, and take his ass to war or something like that. I don't know, but I was like, dang. So she <laughs> she put him on a plane and brought him back. I was like, oh damn, she brought him back and then he went AWOL again, but this time, I guess he realized, don't go home to mama, because mama gonna bring his little stinking ass back back to me and stuff. Uh, so he went AWOL and that's a, whole, that's a whole nother story. So my mama, my mama, um, my mama is probably the, the best person that I know on, on, on the place, on, on this planet. My mother you know growing up I I would see my mother in altercations with the man that she you know, she, she was involved with and you know the other night the other than I was had this this image this vision as I was talking to my mother that I was you know the size I am now back then and I, you know I put my hands on all of them cats that. They disrespected my mama and put and put their hands on my mama and stuff, and I beat the living shit out of those dudes. And my God, I, whew, I whooped, I mean, I was whooping some ass. So I was whooping some ass in that in that image and stuff. And that. <laughs> oh my God, I was whooping some ass. But I knew um, that I was going to. You know, when I when I left, and I was at the Mep station, and my mama came up there and she signed the the papers for me to go to the army and she told me to go go and do great things and stuff. I didn't I didn't realize at the time that that became my uh, my motivation to go out and and, uh, and try to do and try to do the best that I could. I told that you know I told my mom after I retired that I always you know whatever whatever thing everything that I did in the military I always tried to put it into um, perspective that I wanted to, you know, make her proud of me and stuff. And starting off as a as an E1 private and retiring as a chief one up four. And after I retired I was like, Mama, I hope I made you proud. And of course my mama <laughs> my mama cries a lot. Mama cries about everything and anything. Um, she's like a it's like a, a um, like one of those water wells and he was to take like buck shots and Shoot, shoot shoot the water tower with a buckshot that's kind of like my mom my mama cried like that and stuff and of course after i was like "Mom, i hope you i hope you proud of me i hope you proud of me and the things that i have uh, was able to accomplish because i just wanted to make you proud of me and stuff mom and she cried and cried and cried but like, baby you know i'm proud of you and we laughed and we cried and we laughed and we cried and stuff and i was like man i, I I really made my mama happy and stuff. So, but with you know, with everything that I had done in the army and my life up to now, it has been a a presentation, a a homage, really, to my mom and uh, the sacrifices that she put up for me and for us to be able to live a better life and to be better you know, better parents and stuff. Momma has a tendency sometimes of you know dwelling in the past, you know like we all do. I have a tendency of dwelling in the past and she'll she'll bring up the times when I was young and you know she used to beat the living piss out of me and stuff. And I tell her, you know, momma it's it's not your fault. You know, it's not your fault that that's the only thing that you knew. You know my my grandfather, he was a a really strict disciplinarian and he really believed in whooping ass. He really believed in whooping everybody to if one person got in trouble, everybody was getting their ass beat. So that's how he did it. And my mama she took she took that and she ran with it. And my my, my baby brother, his <laughs> badass. He he was constantly into some shit. So he would get his ass whooped and then everybody get their ass whooped with it. And, you know, my mama she uh she uh, um You know, now she she talks about that kind of stuff and she she apologized, you know, constantly apologized about that. And I told him, I said, you know, Mama, you know, granddaddy was also raised with the the slave mentality. And and most Americans are has have inherited that slave mentality of um, discipline, you know, beat the living shit out of somebody until they comply. That's you know that's the slave mentality of raising, raising a kid, and I told her I said you know you you wasn't you did you did the best that you could and you know you didn't break me and if anything you made me you made me stronger and more uh, more willed to go and go out there and learn learn a, a new way to discipline you know our children and stuff so we we never really spank our children and I thank my mom for that. I think I got enough ass whoopings for my kids and my grandkids. (laughs) I was pretty honored, bad if you will. And um, yeah, so I got a lot of ass whoopings and it was, I mean, it it was what it was, but you know, the slave mentality um, also stems into domestic violence, you know? And a lot of the men that my mother was involved with, you know, had this, had this, 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 need to want to control an uncontrollable woman, and they did. You know, they would put their hands on my mom and stuff. And you know, and in God's own time, everything worked out all right. And I, I, I think last year or the year before, um, the last of my mother's exes. Passed because my dad passed back in '99, and then my my brother, my older brother's um, dad, he's still alive. But like my dad and my sister's dad, my brother's dad, they brother's dad, um, all those all those folks have passed. And the dude that did her, you know, really wrong, he passed here recently and stuff. And uh did not shed a tear for the dude. You know, he, he did not shed. A, he he broke my mama He broke my mama's heart and. And, 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 you know, in God's own time, everything will work out all right. And when he left, you know, when he left, uh, I was like, all right, well, that's that's pretty much the last one that broke your heart and stuff. So now God is most likely up there creating a the man um, and going to age him a little a little bit so he can come in, into your life and, and give you those the everlasting love. And so and I'm hoping that and I'm hoping that's the case. Hmm. So yeah, I um, I um, yeah, I just wanted to to give my mother um, a shout out uh, during my early podcast um, to let her know that I appreciate you, mom. I love you. I'm so glad that you're doing well. Um, I look forward to. Spending my chapter 2. Um, your chapter 13, I think. I don't know. Chapter 13, maybe. Um, with you. And I love you. And I love you. And I love you. And I just love you, mama. So, I want to thank y'all for spending time with me this Friday. Um, every Friday, I'm going to give y'all something that we can we can chat every Friday. Again, if you have not uh, subscribed, please subscribe um, to Jonathan Talking. Uh, spread the word jona talking is, is out there if you have any um, if you have any topics messengers anything like that that you like for me to, to talk about i'm trying to figure out exactly how to get some of you folks to to partake in my uh in, in the podcast i want to have a few conversations with y'all and stuff so but we, we, we we're gonna get to all that we're gonna get to all that we're gonna figure all that out um i love y'all uh, y'all take care of y'all selves uh, Be safe out there uh, And next time Alright All right. I want to thank Ralph Prohibits Barcelo For providing me this fantastic um, Background I pr- appreciate y'all boy. Uh appreciate y'all over at uh, Prohibit Beat Studio Keep doing what y'all doing over there I uh, love y'all Y'all be easy And yeah. Next time i holla So how you feel? Frustrated, Frustrated. irritated, sometimes I don't know, I don't know myself. myself. I be too numb, too numb. feel something sometime. sometimes. So I dig deep, get in the Cherokee, let my mind fly free into the wilderness so I can get this shit off my mind. That's why I be smoking that dang sometimes. It keeps me from snapping, keeps me calm, it keeps my mind open, it keeps me fun. fun. The what I got to do, I finished stupid